Welcome to the Lexington Public Library's Tales from the Kentucky Room podcast, where we discuss everything Lexington and Fayette County history. I'm Miriam, and in each episode of this podcast, we will feature a guest that will share a piece of local history. So thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Welcome to the Tales from the Kentucky Room podcast, where we tell stories of Lexington, Kentucky's history and people. I'm David Bryant, librarian at Lexington Public Library, filling in for Miriam, our regular host. Today, I'm talking to Wayne Johnson, a regular guest on the podcast, about Lexington, Kentucky street names, and specifically, we are talking about streets named after horses. Welcome to the podcast, Wayne. Thank you. Where's Miriam? <laughs> She'll be back. Good. During the week of June 5th, we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of Secretariat winning the Triple Crown with a slate of programs and activities. This podcast goes along with those activities that are all listed on the calendar on our website. And before we get started, I wanted to share a little bit about how we came up with this topic. And Wayne, just jump in anytime. Customers regularly come into the Kentucky Room doing research that involves a location on a street that has changed names. So one day, I threw out the idea that I would like to research the names of Lexington street names for a podcast. That was when Wayne informed me that he has already done the research and has files of hundreds of Lexington streets. So knowing that, I really can't compete with that. So Wayne agreed to do the podcast to be interviewed. The way I got interested in this topic is, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago, I had a call here at the library and a uh, customer wanted to know the origins of the road Chinway. And I had to research it. And this is probably before we got the internet or right when we got the internet. Uh, but I thought it was an interesting question. And, and it just really got me interested in, since I'm from Lexington, it got me interested in street name origins and place name origins. That's where I got started with it. And this is part one of a two-part podcast on this topic. And if people will tune in to the second podcast, they'll find out about Chinaway name origin. Okay, great. So It's not horse-related, so we won't okay. mention it. So we'll save that for later. Yes. So just to kind of get the conversation started, what are some of the more famous streets named after horses, and what can you tell us about them? Okay. Well, the, fir- the first two I have that I want to talk about today, of course, Man of War Boulevard is one of the major thoroughfares here in, in the city. It's named after Man of War, the famous racehorse of the early 20th century. Um, now, Man of War was, Boulevard was completed in late 1988, but the plans for it went back several decades before. They planned Man of War long time before it was completed. And for a number of years during the planning stage, it wasn't going to be called Man of War. It was going to be called Tiverton Way. But in 1974, the Urban County Council decided that the road would be named Man of War in honor of the famous racehorse, not Tiverton Way. Now, another name that was mentioned as a possibility for this road was Adam Rankin was for Adam Rankin, the famous Lexington pioneer. But the city council decided to name it after Man of War. And normally, streets aren't named by the Urban County Council. We'll talk more about that later. But for for this 
big, this was, a, I think, a state-built road, so mm-hmm. the Durban County government got involved, council, and named it after Man of War. Now, the name Man of War, he was named by the wife of the owner of Man of War at the time that Man of War was born, and August Belmont Jr. bred Man of War, and this was during World War One. So, after, shortly after Man of War was foiled, August Belmont Jr. joined up with the army and went over to France. And uh, his wife, in honor of him serving in the war, decided to name the new horse, new colt, Man of War, to honor her husband. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fascinating. There's, there's so much history and things all around us, like street names, that yes. we don't we don't really know all the time. So it's, it's really um, fascinating to, to hear the stories behind it. So are there other streets you wanted uh, yeah, to point out? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, the two main ones I was going to start off with was Man of War, which is 16.1 miles around. Of course, it's, it doesn't completely encircle Lexington like New Circle Road does. But I think it goes from Versailles Road from the west side all the way to the east side. At the interstate, I've driven Man of War. I actually prefer dri- driving Man of War instead of New Circle Road. Uh, I got too many stories about New Circle Road. The the the, the next one I'd want to talk about is uh, Oliver Lewis Way. Okay. Now that's the name that was chosen for the Newtown Pike extension. The name was chosen in a 2010 contest where citizens submitted suggestions for the new road, and a committee narrowed the names to a list of five for this new road. Boulevard Street was one, Equestrian Boulevard, Millennium Road, Mary Todd Lincoln Boulevard, and Oliver Lewis Way. Well, Oliver Lewis Way, which was suggested by a Lexington citizen, I think her name was Julie Galberth, if I remember correctly. The voting was through the urban, I think through the urban county government website and uh, thousands of people voted, and Oliver Lewis Way easily won the contest. Now, Oliver Lewis was jockey for the Aristides, the first uh, winner of the Kentucky Derby in 1875. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Aristides was the first Kentucky Derby horse to win, a, to win the race in 1875, and Aristides has a road named after him. I think it's off of uh, Newtown around Griffin Gate, if I remember correctly. Don't don't uh-huh. hold we'll me to you. that. But, <laughs> we'll believe you. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Aristides has an interesting name. And apparently the owner of the horse had a uh, timepiece watch manufactured by a watchmaker to Queen Victoria back in hundreds. And this timepiece made such an impression on uh, the owner's uh, an owner's friend that the owner of Aristides decided to name the horse after the friend whose name was Aristides Welch who presented the uh, timepiece to uh, the the owner was H Price McGrath and that's how Aristides got his name yeah it is very all of this is really interesting and i wonder if you want to just talk a little bit about how you collect the this information how do you where do you go do you go to newspapers do you you know what are your sources most of them are newspapers there's no book or resource so just whenever i run across a story in a herald leader 
doing research here. Sometimes they'll do stories on name origins of streets. And I've just <clears throat> collected them over the years. And I have a little notebook and I just write it down. And uh, so it's mostly newspapers. Occasionally, I'll ask a customer or a person I know that mentions a road and has been around for a while, and I'll ask them, hey, do you know how that road uh, received its name? And sometimes they, they know. And uh, But it's mostly newspapers, newspaper articles. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And people, like as I mentioned earlier, people do regularly come in researching a property or a house and the 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 street has changed names and you know another interesting thing too people might think that the government comes up with these names well the planning division of the urban county government has to approve names but it's up to the developer of the neighborhood or the street to submit a name and in fact in my research over the years developers that they do not like that part of developing they, really? they there's been a couple who's who have said that's the hardest part of, oh, really? of okay. the whole process is coming up with a name and developers will come up with themes like uh, uh, kentucky cities uh, parks um, rivers and it's it's really a hard process if you yeah, think about it i imagine and uh um, we'll we'll talk about a few of those uh but and also also there's rules as to what you can submit as a name in the city ordinance for street names it says all addresses must must contain a street name of course and such names may contain a maximum of 20 letters so you can't come up with a street name of more than 20 letters however such names shall not contain fewer than 2 letters us, uh, a boulevard is not going to be a street ever, uh -huh. Uh -huh. according to this, the city ordinance. And they have some prohibitions here for what's not allowed in street names, not allowed punctuations, <clears throat> not allowed numerical digits or numerical names. Now, streets like 3rd Street, 2nd Street, they were grandfathered in after, the, after this ordinance, so we're not going to be changing their names. And then you can initiate a street name with a directional term, like we have North Broadway, South Broadway. Again, we're not getting rid of those, mm -hmm. but uh, any new streets can have a North, South, West, East designation. And you can't have any confusing, obscene, or irregular spelled words for your, for your street name. And you can't have names that duplicate or closely resemble names that are are already in existence. In fact, when Man of War was voted on by the Urban County Council, when I was reading the article, apparently the fire department was objecting to Man of War because it would make it confusing because there was a Man of War place off South Broadway, near South Broadway, and they thought this would be confusing for fire personnel answering calls. But Yeah, uh, and I, I, you know, I was wondering if there are examples of controversial horse names you know a street named after a horse and some people opposed it or yeah. I, I was wondering, there probably are some stories out there <laughs> of things like that i haven't run into any controversies with any horse names but again i just research them i don't uh, i don't look for you know like i mentioned man of war had a little bit of a controversy only because the fire department right. had a concern that it resembled Man of War Place, and but uh, 
if we talk, uh, as we talk, if anything comes to me, I'll, I'll okay. mention it to you. Sounds good. Uh, but those those two roads, Man of War Boulevard and Oliver Lewis Way, are uh, two of the more prominent names. Now, street names, subdivisions and neighborhoods try to come up with themes for, for their neighborhood, the developer, if they can. And there are some subdivisions, neighborhood areas uh, that I'd like to talk about. Uh, that have a few horse names uh, in their neighborhood. The first one's the Meadows out there off of uh, north of Loudoun Avenue, between Loudoun Avenue and New Circle Road. And it's a, a neighborhood on the north end of town. And uh, Elijah Warfield had a mansion and a horse farm on the land where that subdivision now stands. And it was called the Meadows. And, of course, Meadow Lane comes from from the Meadows. It's located on, on this land. Now, the famed thoroughbred Lexington was, was owned and bred by Warfield. Um, and Lexington, when it was born, was not named Lexington. At the time, it was owned by Warfield. And its name was Darley. When uh, the horse was sold, when it was one or two years old, the new owner changed it to Lexington. But Darley Road is the Darley is the original name of Lexington. That's where you get Darley Darley Road out there in the Meadows, okay. the Meadow subdivision. The mayor that Darley was born to was named Alex Carneal. That was the name of the horse, and that's where you get Carneal Road from. Oh, okay. So, so, so the the Meadows has an interesting uh, history. Uh, with the farm, the mansion. I think the mansion was torn down in 1960. It's really a shame because it was a, it was a great work of architecture. Another, it's not a subdivision, it's an apartment complex that has an emphasis on horse names, is Merrick Place. I used to live out in Merrick Place. I traveled these roads for years, and I never, I wasn't curious at the time what the roads or what the complex was named after. But uh, Merrick Place is another interesting horse race name theme area. Uh-huh. It's an apartment complex off the uh, Tate's Creek Road, right before you get the New Circle Road heading out, out of town. It's on the left-hand side there. And it was built on the farmland of J. Kyle Milam, who named his farm Merrick Place in honor of his favorite horse, Merrick. Uh, Merrick who lived to the age of 38, and at the time of his death, I think it was 1941, he was listed as the oldest thoroughbred in the nation, 38 years old. That's a pretty good yeah. age for a, yeah. for a horse. <laughs> and um, it was thought to be the oldest horse. Merrick won 62 races, and when he retired, uh, he retired to a life of leisure at the Milam Farm. And visitors would go see uh, they called him the old man because because of his age, but he was almost as famous as a man of war in terms of visitors just coming out and wanting to see Merrick. Now, when the apartment complex was being developed around 1965 on Milam's uh, farm, it was named uh, in honor of Merrick, the the famous horse, and the streets in the complex were named after Milam and his horses. I lived on Milam Lane for many years. <laughs> had no clue, you know. Didn't, yeah. didn't know the origin. Wasn't curious yeah. about it. Yeah, it's uh, Merrick. It's it's not just the restaurant, American. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually where Merrick is buried. He's buried 
in front of the Merrick Inn. And uh, I think there's a plaque out there. But I never noticed that when I, I was living out there. I was too busy doing other stuff. But uh, another area that I'm sure we're all familiar with is the Hamburg uh, area. Uh, named for the Hamburg farm in which the entire Hamburg development is located. The farm itself was named after the horse Hamburg, which was owned by the founder of the farm, uh, John E. Madden. Hamburg was sold by Madden, and he used the money to buy the first part of his farmland, which eventually grew to 2,000 or so acres. And of course, that farmland, a lot of the farmland eventually became what is known as Hamburg. Now, when you refer to the Hamburg area, probably not a lot of people know what it's named after, uh, but they just know it's Hamburg, you know. Where's that restaurant located? It's out in Hamburg. Well, if you know Lexington, you know where Hamburg is. Right. Or they might know about the farm, but not realize it's named after the horse. Yeah, yeah. The, yes. the horse, the farm is named after the horse. But everybody knows that knows anything about traveling around Lexington. If you just say, oh, it's out in the Hamburg area, everybody knows where that is out in the near the interstate. Right. But Okay, because of the horse history with Hamburg... Uh, many streets out there are named for famous horses. I'm sure. I'm sure we've all been on Sir Barton Way. Right. Uh, Sir Barton Way, a major road out at Hamburg, was named in honor of the first Triple Crown winner, Sir Barton, in 1919. Uh, and Sir Barton was bred by Demet. Oh, okay. I didn't know Sir Barton was the. You said the first Triple Crown. Yes. Winner. Okay. It wasn't known as the Triple Crown back then. I don't think it became a. The term Triple Crown didn't really become prominent until the 30s, but he was the first Triple Crown winner, Derby, Preakness, and Belmont, and that was Sir Barton. Uh, another Derby winner that has a, a street name for him out there on the old Madden farm is Plotted Place. Plotted uh, was the 19, or was the 1898 Kentucky Derby winner. Alasheba Way was bred at Hamburg was the 1987 Derby winner, and the name Ali Sheba was derived from the race horses Aladar and Belsheba, from which Ali Sheba was foiled. Al- Aladar, Ali, and then Belsheba, uh-huh. Ali Sheba. So another interesting right. way horses are named. Uh, you have Flying Ebony Drive out there in Hamburg, and that was named in honor of the 1925 Derby Derby winner. And then Paul Jones Way was named for the 1920 Derby winner. A couple other uh, streets out that way, uh, I think they're cr- across the interstate, but still out at uh, the Hamburg area, was uh, Winning Colors Lane, the 1988 Derby winner. There's a Silver Charm Lane, 1997 Derby winner. So you can't go wrong with uh, famous horses right. and street names. There's so many... It provides so many opportunities, to, yes. it's, and when you get like in those subdivisions and, back there, yeah, in yeah, my lots of yeah, names, yeah, and my favorite name of all these streets, and I wish I could live on it, I really do, is Real Quiet Lane, <laughs> the 1988 Derby winner, Real Quiet. This makes me think we could do an episode on how horses are named, yeah, as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh-huh. We we actually have a book here. In the Kentucky Room, what's in a name which has uh, a list of not all of them, but uh, quite a few Kentucky Derby winners and how they came about naming okay. the the Derby winners, and it's really quite interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. But, uh, 
Hamburg. Some other names out there that uh, weren't actually Derby winners, but still have affiliation with the uh, Hamburg farm, the Star Shoot Parkway. Um, Star Shoot was a uh, sire for many of the Madden bred stakes winners. Then you have Pink Pigeon Parkway. A personal favorite of mine. Isn't okay. Yes. Pink Pigeon <laughs> was sired by uh, one of uh, Madden's favorite horses, TV Lark. I remember TV Lark for some reason. I remember that name. But anyway, Pink Pigeon was uh, sired by TV Lark. And since TV Lark was a favorite horse of the Maddens, they decided to name Pink Pigeon Parkway. I don't think there's a TV Lark road, though. Hmm. I haven't seen TV Lark Parkway. I haven't seen it if there is. I I haven't seen one. Uh But we'll keep looking. Uh, Of course, you have Citation Boulevard, which runs from what? Uh, Leestown all the way over to Hamburg. And that was named after the uh, 1948 Triple Crown winner. Uh, in this book here on Kentucky Derby winners, um, the I think the owner or the owner's wife mentioned that they came up with the name Citation because it was he was uh, born during World War II and uh, mentioned that there was a lot of citations in World War II. I don't know what she meant by that. Maybe citations for okay. keeping your, not using your gasoline rations properly or what, but that's how citation got his name. Uh, there's War Admiral Way. Anybody that's watched the uh, Seabiscuit movie might remember War Admiral Way because he had to match race with Seabiscuit. So all those streets out in Hamburg, or a lot of the streets, are affiliated with the Hamburg farm. And some of these names that, like Madden and Markey, those are those are familiar names that. Yeah, yeah, the Markey Cancer Center. Right, exactly. There's just so much local history involved with these names, yeah. Kentucky and local history, and like I said earlier, you just. Yeah, don't the, always realize it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Matt, you know, growing up, I was introduced, not introduced to them li- literally, mm-hmm. but the Maddens were known for their derby parties, Anita mm-hmm. Madden. So legendary. <laughs> e- every Kentucky Derby weekend, there'd be a big story in the Herald Leader about the, the Madden farm. And that was like the must have invitation if you're going to celebrate the Kentucky Derby. I never got invited. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't lost any sleep over it. <laughs> but, but those were very, prominent social events Absolutely. back in the day. Uh, no, nobody could throw a derby party like Anita Madden. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, another area, subdivision, is the Gainesway Southeastern Hills yes. neighborhood. They kind of adjoin each other, so I, I included both of them together. Now, the Gainesway area has an interesting history. Gainesway Farm was bought and named in 1944 by the founder of the Gaines Dog Food Company. Now, I hate, okay. to, hate to mention dog food and horses in the same <laughs> podcast, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> and early on, the Gainesway Farm was a top standard bred farm, which eventually developed into thoroughbred breeding and so forth. And when the uh, Gainesway subdivision was... Uh, Developed, I think, beginning in 1957, which is kind of when I was developed. Um, <laughs> they decided to uh, honor the farm and horses with naming a bunch of the streets after horse farms, mm-hmm. derby winners, and so forth. This this includes Southeastern Hills, which, like I said, I'm combining the two. They, they adjoin each other. 
And some of the horse farms that uh, were named were the Crown Crest Road, named after the Crown Crest Horse Farm, Green Tree Road, mm-hmm. another horse farm name, High Hope Road. You got the Crimson King uh, Court out there, which was named after a horse farm. And uh, some of the more interesting to me were Castleton Way, which uh, speaks for itself, Castleton Farm. Spendthrift Road in Court is located. Okay. It's named in honor of the Spendthrift Farm, horse farm. And the farm was named after 19th century thoroughbred owned by Daniel Swigert. Uh, Swigert named the horse in reference to his wife's excessive spending spree in New York City that she took. And he decided he was going to honor his wife's spending habits by uh, naming a horse spendthrift. So he was celebrating her spending, uh, I, I it guess sounds so. like. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But it, that, that's an interesting and I, I'm quite familiar with the Gainesway area because our school bus used to go th- through there. And uh, when I worked as a district manager at Terrell Leader, that was my area. So I, kn- I know those I know those streets, but I never, I think, mm-hmm. again, at the time, you never really think about it. Right, right. Uh, but another road out there is Elmendorf Drive in Court. That was named, of course, for the Elmendorf Horse Farm, which was located on Paris Pike. And the owner named Elmendorf in honor of his wife's uh, paternal grandmother, who was named Blanche Elmendorf. So that's how he came up with the name for the horse farm. Those those are all interesting yes. places and street names. And a lot of the streets out there have uh, are affiliated with famous racetracks like Gulfstream Drive. You have Santa Anita Court, Aqueduct Drive in New York, Beulah Park. So a lot of racetracks are, are honored out there. And then I have some miscellaneous horses I'll just run by. And I know David and I have talked about this because you're talking one time about when you were born. We won't name any <laughs> dates here, but Ruffian Way. Ruffian Way, which is off Leastown Road. For those of us old enough to remember, Ruffian was a, f- a famous Philly race horse who— uh, tragically died in a match race with the Kentucky Derby winner in 1975. Sorry, David. Foolish pleasure. And they they had a match race and Ruffian broke down and and it was it was pretty heartbreaking for because the match race was I think aired nationwide and I think Ruffian survived for a couple of days and finally they had to uh, put her down. And it was uh, for those that love horse racing and horses that, that one was a tough one. Furlong Drive off of Harrodsburg Road is another street name that's affiliated with horse racing. The developer, Ted Osborne, and we'll talk more about Ted Osborne in the next podcast on street names because I consider Ted Osborne, for my research, like the most creative d- developer of coming up with street names. He, he, was, he, was, he was pretty good at it. Well, anyway, he named Furlong Drive after the unit of length used in horse racing, the furlong. Uh-huh. And the street, the length of the street equaled exactly how much a furlong in a horse okay. race was. Uh-huh. So that's how they came up with that name. You have, of course, the Red Mile Road. Got to talk about the trotters. That opened up in the early 1970s, and it's named after the Red Mile racetrack out there. Race Street, it's so named because of its location to the Old Kentucky Association racetrack, uh, which closed in, I believe, last 
meet was in 1933. Kingland came about in 1936, but Race Street was named because it was right where the old racetrack was. Another area, the uh, old Healy Farm out there in the Beaumont area. He had a massive farm out there, and a lot. there's some streets out there like Georgian Way, which is was a horse owned by Hal Price Healy. Is that the same Heedley of Mason Heedley? I think so. You know what? That's that's one of the streets. There's I got a list of about twenty streets that I'm like I got to find these names. And Mason Heedley is one of those I just can't find in a newspaper. But just putting two to, two together, I'm thinking it's named after uh, Silas Mason, who owned a farm off for sales road in the Mason Healy area called Duntreath Farm. Okay. And then of course you got Hal Price Healy who who helped found Kingland. He had a farm over the Beaumont. My guess would be Mason was Silas Mason and Healy was Okay. But the only thing mention I found in all the newspaper you know, I belong to newspapers dot com and I've I've looked these things up right. and uh, you know only only mention I found was a letter to the editor where some guy was uh, referring to Mason Healy Road and said it was to honor Hal Price Healy, but doesn't say. I don't think it's anything about Silas Mason. And I'm sure people constant, you know, always think Mason Healy was a, a person, but it's po- it's very likely two different yeah. names <laughs> put was, together. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> going to save that for the second podcast, uh-huh. and I'll still mention the second podcast. And if anybody's out there listening, any old time Lexingtonians. You want to call us here in the Kentucky room to verify that? My guess is Silas Mason and Hal Price Healy, the Healy Farm. I have not found anything to document that. And believe me, I've looked. Another road out there at the old Beaumont Farm was Old Nassau Road. That's a horse that uh, was owned by Healy, Old Nassau. And then Athenia Drive uh, was named in honor of a horse owned by Healy uh, called Athenia. So... That area was pretty big with horse history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Hal Price Healy, which uh, we'll be talking about in our talk that we're going to have in a couple weeks on the history of horse racing in Lexington, was a major contributor to the horse racing industry uh, in, the, in the 20th century. Another area out in the north end, Rookwood Parkway. Rookwood used to be a horse farm, which I think was located off Bryan Station Pike, and I, that's how Rookwood got its name. Hernando Alley, I'm sure you all have heard of Hernando Building, the Hernando Building. Well, that was named for the uh, early 20th century thoroughbred stallion, Hernando. And before they built the, this new parking lot off Water Street between Water and Vine, that's how I used to get to work every day. Coming down Vine and taking a left onto Hernando. So whenever anybody asks me where Hernando is, I said, "Well, I can tell you where it is because I traveled every day." Unfortunately, we I can't cut through the parking lot to get to work anymore. One one more thing I'd like to mention is the old Calumet Farm that is named after the Calumet Baking Powder Company of Chicago. That company was founded by the Calumet owner at the time, William Monroe Wright. And he decided to name the farm after the baking powder company in oh, Chicago. Okay. I and never Cal- knew that. Yeah. Okay. And Calumet, of course, had had numerous derby winners. So, you know, we have a we have a interesting history of naming streets here in town. And uh, like I said before, uh, you know, they had the contest for Oliver Lewis Way, and they had the v- uh, council voting for Man of War. But basically, it's it's up to the developers 
to come up with a name or name theme and then take it down to the uh, city planning office and then they have to approve it. It's not a fun job for a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. But all these roads that we mentioned today have a connection with horse racing. And horse racing is a, a big thing here in, in Kentucky, oh, as yeah. we all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, You can say we built this city on horse racing, one of the things we built it on. It's always been a popular sport, lots of history behind it. Right, definitely. And we've honored our horse racing history with some of these street names that we mentioned today. Mm-hmm. So many opportunities to learn your local history through reading about these street names. Well, Wayne, you've given us a great introduction to Lexington street names. Your your knowledge of Lexington history is is so vast. <laughs> so this is a really, really interesting topic. I appreciate that. I, I try to have a little bit of horse sense. <laughs> of course, of course. And... You know, the, the second podcast that we'll be doing here in a couple, few months, we'll, we'll do a podcast on non-horse related street names because there's some interesting street names, uh, non-horse related. Yeah, and to talk a little bit of how they've changed and reasons why and, and stuff like that. Just to, again, point out that we do have lots of events going on this summer at the library the week of June 5th we're doing a Secretariat week where we're going to have we're going to show the movie um, Secretariat in the Farish Theater Wayne is going to do a a program on the history of horse racing in Lexington and we also have a, a children's story time a, a horse story time with an activity for kids as well and all that information is on our events page on our website but yeah we've got lots of great events and I'd also like to point out that we have another podcast the history of horse racing in Lexington that was done with Foster Ackerman uh, a while back so that would be a great thing to listen to as well Wayne, thanks again for sharing your knowledge with us. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Kentucky Room, a podcast brought to you by the Central Library's Kentucky Room staff at the Lexington Public Library. If you enjoyed listening, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you have any questions about local history or genealogy research, you can visit us in the Kentucky Room to use our collection and newspaper microfilm, or you can email us at elibrarian at lexpublib.org. That's elibrarian at lexpublib.org. I'm Miriam, and we'll be back with another trip down Lexington's memory lane.